Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080TheFan.com. Hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland sports radio listener people. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. Of course I am, but let's check in with the most important man, Will Darkens. What's happening? You hungover? No, not at all. Oh, really? No. Do I feel, do I sound hungover? Slightly. Wow. I'm not going to lie. No. All right. Thanks. <laughs> oh, it's not. Uh, well. What? I don't know. I guess it could be. Then I interpret it as a slight, but I guess it was I mean, just how I, I heard it. I thought I brought the energy uh, and the noise. Oh, and a little funk. I don't think there was any funk in there. No I didn't funk? hear any uhs or uh, <clears throat> or oh. Yeah. Well, then you bring the funk. What's going on with you? Not a lot, man. You know, just had a nice, relaxing week uh, heading up to the Super Bowl here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you over all the hype? Or do I you didn't get involved in it. Oh, you avoided it. Good for you, man. I, I've done this now for like the past couple of years or so, where I just tune out of all the pre-Super Bowl stuff. Obviously, unless there's like a like very intense storyline leading up to it. Yeah. Like, um, 
Like, I'm even trying to think of something that, like, I, maybe like when the Patriots in 07, where it was like an undefeated season, That's like you play into that. Ago. Yeah, but okay. there hasn't really been anything that, like, during the two weeks you like, you're waiting on or like constantly talking. Oh, about. I don't quarterbacks, think. injury concerns, shoulder, ankle. Oh, no, no. Uh, oh, no, no. They're fine. No, no. No, Luke, they're fine. They're fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I do love that. The media literally has just let that go right over their heads. Like, know, nobody, all of the things that no they've one's talked, talked about, about it. Yeah, but those are like, <laughs> that to me feels like a very big storyline. Like you have this mysterious yeah. shoulder that hasn't really been tested in the playoffs yeah. on one Jalen Hurts. And then yeah. they I mean, have I, to. I, we watched, we watched, uh, we watched Patrick Mahomes play with a bad ankle once, but he's not the same guy. No, so, and that last play. I'm that was sorry. His fastest run all season. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but when he got up and ran from that sideline, like that wasn't a run. Like I think I could have like fast walked oh. faster than that. He did not look well, and I get it. Oh, it's two weeks. You give him a shot. No, dude, that stuff doesn't heal in two weeks. Had he not been shoved out of bounds in that, and he had to go back and oh play goodness. more, I'm very curious what that would have looked like. Lucky for him. He was shoved. Didn't have to worry about it, so the game was over. How did that linebacker not get fired? Because uh, he actually played a pretty good game. Like day, up. that's like end of season, though. Oh, like, I know it, it ended their season. Yeah. But you had uh, who was it that uh, that jumped off sides? Was it D Ford? He didn't have a job with Kansas City after that, did he? Which one? Oh, oh, the the Patriots one. Yeah, that, I got yeah. the Patriots in their. That was our first AFC Championship game. Yeah, I think where he so. Jumped, jumped off sides. I remember that. Yeah, very, and then, everybody blames him for that. Well, I mean, he did jump off sides. <laughs> he was trying to get the advantage, Luke. Yeah, I understand that. And then the, I believe the Patriots uh, were able to put the game away after that. Was that fourth down? I don't know. I don't yeah. remember that far back from yeah, yeah. those Anyways. details. And, Though I do remember all that series, and I loved it. Yeah, well, I mean, five straight AFC Championship games for the Chiefs. Hosted all of them. Only made three Super Bowls. Is that good? Bad? There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of fun, fun stuff that has been going on over the last two weeks. The game is just one day away. And we are the final show. So you get to come in all this fresh. Wait a minute. No, we're not. What's that? Sports Sunday. Well, you're not listening to Sports Sunday. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> They're on Super Bowl Sunday. Tomorrow's the uh, day. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The last live show before Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, yes, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they'll be the ones getting you ready for the game. <laughs> Listen, the game's not today. We're, we're, wrapping, we're wrapping up all the pre, the week of hype. Got it. You with me? All right, all right, yep. It's going to be hard because I haven't followed. <laughs> well, no, you're new to it, so oh, you right. can genuinely react to things, I oh, suppose, nice. as we go through it. Uh, you also have to explain to to our fine listeners why you are no longer a Portland Trailblazers fan, which will be oh, fun. No, I, I am. Sure, you are. What? 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 When, when have I ever said I'm not a Trailblazers ah, fan? I was reading between the lines of all the texts that you were sending me this week during the trade deadline. Oh, I, I oh, mean, I was sending you news. Perfectly happy with everything that happened. I was. <laughs> hey, you know what? Honestly. I'm just glad we're putting a team out there. <laughs> we, have five, we should be happy about that. Five guys that can show up on a court. Hey, man, look, we should be happy about the fact that we have Damian Lillard. And if we get to the playoffs, that's great. It is. 
So you that's hate, it. That's under discussion. You're disavowing Blazers fans. Oh, I'm not, I'm not disavowing anything. Oh. I'm literally just putting it as it is. That's what it is. Hey, huh. we are lucky to have Damian Lillard. I would agree with that. For as long as he's here, sure. and we should just enjoy it. Just enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Well, good. Look at There's you. literally nothing else. I mean. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was going to give you a whole segment for it, but that's all you get. That's oh, no, no, no. We, we don't want to do that. Come okay. on. Come on, man. That's all you got. Hey, can you get up that list of second round picks again for me? I I have it. It's it's on the ready. I sent it to you twice this week. But know, we may not have that. those we may not have those second round picks, which is that frustrating for you? Oh man. Get GP <sighs> GP two coming back. And I remember that list I gave you of all the Blazers second round picks for the past twenty years. Yeah, well and the two guys that were good on it only got good once they left. Yeah. <laughs> so so what do you what do you say? I mean, look, we we could carry it. We could make small talk now, and then we could carry it over into the next segment. (laughs) And then I I can just take a proverbial crap on all Blazers fans and texters who, when I called this um, some months ago, the not going to make the playoffs, the this is a horrible decision and none of this is going to work out. I don't know what they're doing. And the it's all repeating itself all over again. Now I'm laughing my ass off. I still don't understand the repeating itself all over again. You can oh, fail. Oh, did you hear, Joe, Bro- did you you can hear fail. Joe Cronin yesterday? You can fail in multiple ways. Oh, no, I know. Did you hear Joe Cronin yesterday? I did not know. Oh, okay. What did hey, Joe- they're just waiting. They're just they're just waiting for their opportunity. They're just collecting assets right now. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Would you have been happy if the Blazers <sighs> gave away the haul that, that the Phoenix Suns did to get Kevin Durant? And it worked? Yes. What? Nobody knows that it's worked. What do you mean it's worked? Right no, no. Now, and, what and, I said, and it, and it worked. And it worked. Like, like you got Kevin yeah, Durant yes. here? Yeah, the whole yes, thing. Yes, of course. Okay. Are you serious? Okay. If okay. we gave up, like, what? Simons? Sure, I know yeah, it did, it's not possible. Whatever. Jeremy Grant? Like, three like, young whatever. Yeah, yeah, three starters. Hell yes. Okay. <laughs> that's what. That's the move that you wanted to make. Okay, so that's. If we could have. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So now let's go back in time. Okay. Would you have been happy if Kyrie and Kevin Durant would have signed up like they did with the Nets? And then they went and got James Harden. Wait, what do you what? What do you mean? The Nets. Yeah. Got Kyrie. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Right. Then got James Harden. Would you have been ecstatic about that? If I was a Nets fan? If if it happened on the Blazers. Oh, if all that yeah. happened on the yeah. Blazers? Well, I mean it's kind of impossible but no i wouldn't because i too when that all happened went oh that's not gonna work and it did you know you know how i knew that kyrie irving just a, it's just a <laughs> kyrie irving part yeah but james, james Dude, i'm Harden. so ready to watch those maverick games oh it's my gonna God. be great gonna especially be when they're together and they don't work out together him and luka Doncic. do you think they'll fight on the court do you think kyrie how oh, long probably kyrie not. irving throws a basketball at luka oh. Doncic during a game he's more of a keep it keep it internal <laughs> until i get to the locker room kind of guy yeah that too that one i was just kind of like uh, I don't see that working. But you think Kevin Durant slam dunk? It's going to work in Phoenix. In Phoenix, I think it gives them an exponentially like plus one hundred fifty percent better chance at winning the title. This is a team, yeah, as constituted before Kevin Durant that was in the finals, yeah, and this gives them a hundred and fifty percent chance higher likelihood of making the and winning than the where they were now. Yes, okay, one hundred percent. Because they weren't in a great spot right now. Man, and they were looking worse and worse. If they don't win in the next two years, 
they are going to be right back at the bottom. Yeah, they could be. Yeah. That's just the way I look at it. So, I've, all right. Hey, wait, yeah. Listen, listen. Hey. These these big swings, these big swings have taken place. Uh, yes. Lakers better than they were uh, now with D'Angelo Russell. You put you know we're waiting for our big swing, right? Well, we don't take big swings. That's what no, we're waiting for him. Well, yeah, that's well, what Joe Cronin said. said. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Three years straight, big swings. Well, we're almost say, there. He hasn't even been there three almost, years. Oh no, no, no. We he were waiting with it with Neil. We were just waiting with it with Neil, and then Neil very intelligently didn't make any moves. Neil and he Olshay. said, we'll wait the next year. But Neil O'Shea never said that. Just wait. He goes, no, these are the guys, pillars of the franchise. Mm-hmm. I drafted Zach Collins. Therefore, he will be great. Mm-hmm. I'm just your take of this is the same thing on repeat. They have a different coach. They have a different general manager. They have a different approach than they've taken. Listen, is it working? Obviously, it's not. You, I watched, I've watched now two almost two full games of them playing against Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. And they are terrible in those games. Yeah. Now they'll go and they'll go and win a win a game against Memphis or whatever and you'll get a little excitement for a day and then they'll just get absolutely pistol whipped by the Bucks or right. the, the Sixers or whoever. Uh-huh. But right now if you're saying that this is the same thing on repeat, no, they have a much worse coach now. And they have a a general manager that has you don't know if he's far... much worse coach yet. Well, so far, what has he done? Hey, you don't know yet. I'm, pretty I'm just sure. repeating Blazer fan talking points. That's it. Well, okay. And you should be you... disavowing him too, by the way, because he's a predator. Yeah, yeah, that seems fair. You uh, need to start every sentence. Are you getting any sense that Chauncey Billups is a good basketball coach? <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I mean, honestly. Who friggin' knows? Uh, honestly, who friggin' knows? At this point, he's had, what, one real year of coaching? You're co- giving of coaching him room, but you're ready to throw Joe he's had in. He's had one real year as a head coach to actually do something because of the yeah. fact that the first year, let's admit it, it was a tank. Yeah. And this year, you haven't even really lived up to what you can because Damian Lillard has been out in spurts, and you have a roster right now that's basically in free-fall fluctuation. I mean, I think we're getting Cam Reddish on that roster. Yeah. That's pretty good. Did he play last night? Well, I don't know. Do you know the last time he played? Uh, September. Yeah. Um, he was he was, he was was eligible to play. I did not see him on the court. But that, I wait was, for Kevin Knox. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, I can wait for Kevin Knox. Not, might not happen. <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to do today. So there's there's oh. your there's your Blazers. Oh, uh, no, dude. Sarcasm. No, you got to get into the Toradol shots. Let's go, baby. I said I was giving you room for the Blazers. You said you didn't want a segment. We can go into whatever you want to go into. We can get back into the NBA, Mr. Darkens. Uh, but it is the Super Bowl tomorrow. I wanted to give you Super Bowl facts throughout so you can be smarter oh. about the Super Bowl. Can you give me some halftime show facts uh, in there with it? I've got a halftime show facts. Because I kind of nerded out this morning on halftime show history. Okay, well, also, I will like say top ten lists and stuff. Okay, well, here I'll give you, I'll give you my uh, very quick halftime show uh, stat, and that'll lead into your fun fact list. Ooh, I have a fun fact list. Isn't that what you just said? You just went deep diving into halftime. Oh shows? no, I just looked at lists. That's oh, all I did. Okay. Like top ten halftime shows. Okay, I looked well, about two of them. You looked at about two. Of Both them. of them had Prince at the top. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that was really good, though. All right. Well, let's let's Prince, get, Lady Gaga. Those would you were my calm favorite. down? I'm. You're going to get your room for your halftime <laughs> show. 
Now, here's what you need to know about the halftime show. Okay. Quick fun facts. Do one each segment. I'm ready. The NFL does not pay the bands or the artists to perform at the halftime show. I did know that one. Yeah. And it is kind of weird. It doesn't seem. Yeah. But yeah, they only cover the expense of the production cost, uh, but do not pay the performers themselves. Even when Beyonce was there, uh, that was just for exposure. It's it's the number one television show ever. Which is pretty weird, too, because like yeah. Beyonce one time, um, it was a couple of years ago, she performed at a private um at a private birthday party for like this uh <laughs> this like uh, indian tech mobile guy who's like a billionaire sure. I, I forget his name he's at the top 10 list or whatever dude she charged two million dollars and did two songs <laughs> yeah well <laughs> that's insane so why so why would you do it i will give you the numbers yeah. uh to back up why it is worth for these artists i can um, believe it well i will i'll give you the numbers to back it up mm. Uh, when we talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. We do that next. Center and Saint. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Right, I'm Luke Anderson. That is Will Darkin. Yo. Yo. What do you know? Uh, so Will Darkin's huge fan of the Super Bowl halftime show. Really, the only reason you watch the game, yeah? Depending on the game. 
This uh, game, I'm watching for the game. Yeah, you're pretty excited about this yeah. one. Two number one seeds, making yeah. it all the way. Two best teams in football year, you could say. Yeah. Pretty good one. For show. Faux show. I hope they are both healthy, though I am a little pessimistic about that. Let me ask you a question. How does this halftime show rank for you? What's this your one coming up with Riri? For, for Riri? Riri, baby. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I'm kind of pumped for it. I think it'll be pretty good. I don't know how it's going to be. Last year's was just like a uh, like a shot of millennial adrenaline. Like everybody in my generation, like that was just fit for us. Like, where, hey, here's Eminem. Here's where did they play? Kendrick Lamar. L.A. Yeah. Do you know why they was so good? Because it's L.A. Because California. Yeah. Man, I wish Tupac was there. <laughs> he was. Where is he? I think he's dead. No, I think. All right, I gave you the stat before, uh, this, this, the fun fact before, that the NFL does not pay their halftime acts. Yes. Lady Gaga floating down from the rooftop, not paid a penny for it. Uh, Beyonce goes out that she made, what did you say, $2 million to play two songs for some billionaire? Yeah, from some <laughs> billionaire's kid. <laughs> the NFL makes yeah. how much money? Paid Beyonce $0.00. Zero cents. Yeah. Why do these performers go out there and do it? Uh, in 2020, Shakira, Shakira, her streaming numbers went up by 230%. J-Lo, 335%. That was also a really good one. It's, well, So here's here's what the Super Bowl halftime shows have done that I think has been so good in recent years. Do the cameos. Like, we know Rihanna is headlining the halftime show. Mm. But we'll be talking about who else showed up, right? You think so? I That's kind is of... Is Rihanna it, enough... For her set, like you remember, Justin Timberlake did one. Like, I think he did 2018 or 19 or something. He did one recently solo, and we were all like, "Oh, he's gonna get the Backstreet Boys, like our In Sync, whatever yeah. group of prepubescent boys he was with. He's gonna get those oh, guys." No, 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 no. They had that one old guy that was like fully hairy at the time. Did they? Yeah, or was the, that the Backstreet Boys? No, no. I think it was them. Wasn't the they guy had an in, old guy? Like, well, yeah. Well, I think they had two <laughs> old guys. Wasn't one of them in Big Fat Greek Wedding? Uh, oh, Joy Fatone. Yeah, that guy was fully Joy Fatone. Full, fully grown. Yeah, he was kind of older, wasn't he? And then I think the guy who wore shades a lot. The guy that tried to look young in yeah. that group, I think he was old, too. Yeah. Didn't he have, like, uh, braids or dreads or something? Yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about, yeah, the yeah, shades yeah. guy. Yeah, he was always wearing shades. Was he wearing shades or was he wearing, like, goggles? Uh, he did wear goggles. Yeah, see, I'm I think, seeing pictures of goggles. There you go. Too. See, I don't remember wearing sunglasses. I remember wearing like ski goggles. So yeah, he or didn't protective have eyewear. Any of that, and that halftime show sucked. But that's my question. Like, is Ooh. Rihanna enough? Like Lady Gaga didn't have any. Prince didn't, didn't have any. No, uh, it was just them. See, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. We'll what see. are your favorite halftime shows? This you were you said you were looking through the list of recent yeah. halftime shows, getting all excited. Yeah, I would have to say top three. I go one Prince, okay. two last season, and then three Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was freaking cool, dude. Yeah, not the weekend and his uh, no, jockstraps. <laughs> yeah, or when he was like running through that face jockstraps. weird light show room, and he was all confused, like. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I can't remember the last time I sat through and watched the halftime show. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just it's it does not uh, appeal to me. Okay. Now I do enjoy that you are you are expressing this in a way of just like yeah, I'm just not interested yeah. because there are people on this station who basically just lie about it and say that like 
I don't, I don't look at that. You know who it is, right? Wait, what now? What are you? Do, you, do your thing. So, I don't watch that crap. I'm there oh. to watch the football game. Oh, like, sh- shut up. Yeah. Dude, like, it's I'm not a, too good for it. I'm just yes. If not you're not interested. interested in it. Yeah. All right. Well, like, like I'm not going to watch that crap. I'm not going to watch some lady boys singing on the air. <laughs> Dude, he was, when I asked him about the Lady Gaga performance, he was like adamant that it was like yeah. hogwash. <laughs> Uh, the way that I watch the Super Bowl is, uh, it's me and my family most years and, uh, for the last probably decade, it's been that. And then we just, we yell at each other during the whole football game. And then we yell at each other through the commercials Really? and then we re well, yeah, like, but we're just talking about the game. It's not like, uh, not like angry, like, yeah, but it's like, we're all just talking. Like it's a big loud room. The kids are, you know, probably in the next room over or uh they're running doing through kids the stuff at but, adult parties which is just running no, everywhere no, which is perfect which yeah. is what they should be yeah. doing but it is a loud football watching party and everybody's watching it and we're making fun of the broadcast mm. and the overdone production and what ye- yelling about the game and whatever mm. and then when commercials come on like we're only half paying attention it's refilling beverages refilling plates of food doing all that halftime mm. is a break from the game and the shouting at each other. Somebody would be like, oh, look who's on the stage. And then I'll glance over. Maybe that's why the cameos stand out. It's like, because you every year have looked just at the right moment. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The only part of the uh, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake mm. part that I watched was when her boob came out. Yeah. That was the only second. I remember watching, walking into the room. I was living in Vegas at the time. Had a bunch of people over. I think we were playing pool in the other room. And uh, me and another guy walked back into the room. And we're like, I think we just saw Janet Jackson's. That's a dit. I think that was a nipple. Um, <laughs> listen, seeing a boob, fine. Seeing an actual nipple, yeah. Now you don't see that in the Super Bowl very often. Yeah, it is still awesome to see boobs on television, even if it's like a streaming pa- platform. Like boobs outside of like a pornographic nature that are shown on television. It, it even though I have seen boobs in my life. Like, it's still awesome to see it on TV. You're like, yes, right there. As many as you will see, you will never see enough. No, never. It's it's a mat. Absolutely never. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I don't know if you remember this, but at the time, it was maybe like two, three years out from when TiVo came on the scene, when that happened. Yeah, it broke the internet. And I was at someone's house who had TiVo. Really? And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I got to see that again. My friend's like, oh, we, we have TiVo. <laughs> I wonder why I didn't pause it and look at it. And he was like pausing it at the point you could see the yeah. nipple with the little uh, whatever now, the little here, star thing question, on it. Because what year was that? That would have been like 2004 Three or, or four. Okay. Yeah. So that was still standard definition, though. Sure was. Well, That's... yeah, for most people, yeah. Well, yeah, but like, but the the broadcast stream, yes. like like even if you have a high definition high definition television, the broadcast was not in HD. They did not have the technology to shoot it with super HD yeah. cameras as they do now. Like every every sporting event now has the guy walking through with the autofocus camera, so that you can go on there. Like the way that we watch television now is really amazing because we not only have the technology to receive the broadcast, but the broadcast quality is way, way up. So, anyways, you ready for my next? Because that was my last. The Super Bowl fact was for the last segment. You ready for this segment's Super Bowl fact? Sure. The Super Bowl uses how many footballs, would you like to guess? 
Uh, like game footballs? Yeah. How many game footballs does each team get? And they use they use half for practice, but you have to realize that the footballs uh, end up becoming collector's items. So yeah. they they use uh, a lot more than your standard football game. That's interesting. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do a total mm-hmm. for both teams of like... I'm going to shoot high here. 250. Each team gets 108 footballs. Oh, pretty good guess. Not too bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, 54 of them be used for practice and 54 for the actual game. So on an average Super Bowl, 120 footballs are used uh, with the rest used for kickers. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. 108 footballs per team. That's a lot of footballs. That's your fact. It's a lot of balls. I have a very important uh, basketball question for you. It pertains to the NBA, mm-hmm. kind of. But I want to oh. ask you that question uh, after we do uh, this Sports Center update. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. We're trying to give you a uh, Super Bowl fun fact about your parties tomorrow. You can drop some knowledge onto people and be a little bit smarter. I've noticed that uh, every year there's like the same exact same bits that go around uh, the Super Week. And the one that has been just beat to death. I can't believe some of these prop bets for the football. Can you believe they're doing what color Gatorade? Yeah, they do it every year. 
Yeah, I know. Oh, did you see? Like, they're doing coin toss? Yeah, they do it every year. Yeah. The I, length of the national. Yes, they do it every year. Yeah. Every year. And you've been on the air, Dari Noka, every year for these. Like, why didn't you just say that to him when he left? I did. Oh, you did? Oh, that's why he was pissed. <laughs> I was like, pushed him down. <laughs> He's not What's up? big. What's up now? Huh? Shoulder check. Just leaned into him. So, yeah, anyways, nice. we're probably going to hit some cliches, and we apologize for that. But we want to get you ready for this, too. Both fun fact. Fun fact number three, Will. Okay. Care to guess which school, which university has produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks? Which university has produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks? Oh, pfft. Notre Dame. No. If it was Notre Dame, it wouldn't be a very fun fact, would it? Uh, maybe. Michigan? University of California. Jared Goff, oh, huh? Joe Cap, Craig Morgan, Craig Ferragamo, or Vince Ferragamo. I Craig twice. Craig Morton, Vince Ferragamo, and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, behind that, Alabama with Bart Starr, Joe Namath, Kenny Stabler. Uh, Notre Dame, Daryl LaMonica, Joe Montana, Joe Theismann. Purdue, Len Dawson, Bob Greasy. Drew Brees, uh, those all rank second. But uh, yeah. University of California, kind of an upset there. Yeah, I guess so. so. I don't know. That's kind of one of those. I guessed uh, Notre Dame because I knew Theismann in Montana. I was like, well, maybe one more is in there. Yeah, Daryl LaMonica. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Okay. So there you go. There's your little fun fact. But, yeah, three schools with three and four for the uh, University of California. Now, if you count appearances, Joe Montana right there is going to have yeah. more. But University of Michigan with uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. So that's going to be your runaway. But there, there's your little uh, fun fact for this segment. I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, well, I was watching uh, LeBron James uh, celebrate after breaking the record for the most points in NBA history. Uh huh. And the goat conversation has been rampant this week. And I oh, the goat? Yeah. Don't really care about the goat conversation. I realized, I realized very quickly that the reason that Jordan will always be the goat and that LeBron has no chance of ever beating him is because when LeBron does something that's great, that everybody acknowledges is great, he puts his arms up and waits for the praise to wash over him. He puts his stupid stern face like, finally, the, 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 the mm. prophecy that is King James has come true. Look at me. Look at me. King when Michael James. Jordan did something great, he looked over at the Blazers crowd and shrugged and just smiled and winked at people. And he went like, eh, I worked really hard to get to this. And, you know, all these shots are going, whatever. That's but, why you think? Yes. I think that's a big part of it is the, is the body language that you get from LeBron James. Okay. So now here's my question. I don't know, You maybe you put Giannis in here, but I think a lot of people would put in their top three in the NBA right now, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Those are three of your top, let's even say top five NBA players. This season? Whatever. The current players, all time, like the best current players, whatever. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't care, I don't care how you put together that list. If, though, if those are three of your top five, if those are three of your top ten, which of those personalities and behaviors would you hate the most if you coached a YMCA basketball team? So let's put Little Finn is playing on a YMCA basketball team. Will Darkens gets roped into being the coach of that team. Yeah. You've got a kid like LeBron who every mm -hmm. time he makes something, I'm the greatest, and yeah. then walks down with his arms raised. Yeah. Or you have Steph Curry who can't stop chewing on his mouthpiece. 
piece and dances every time he makes a shot. Yeah. Holds up his, what's up now? Yeah. And just is a goofy little troll. Or you have the whiniest basketball player maybe we've ever seen with the most talent where no, even though he's the best player on the court most of the time, he can't take a compliment or an insult at all. Which would be the worst one to have on your team? Kevin Durant, 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's very easy. Look, Steph Curry, uh, all, those kids are gonna, all those kids are going to dance and chew on their mouth guards. That's what they'll do. In fact, if it's a They're kids doing YMCA, it more because of Steph Curry. Yeah, that's fine. That's, dude, come on. It's, it's a, a YMCA, YMCA basketball okay. game. Okay. Like, like, I'm sure in the third quarter, one of them is just going to go crisscross applesauce, like the half-court line. They're like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> I'm done with this. Wait, that's what Steph Curry would do. I don't want to play. play anymore. I'm going to do something ridiculous. <laughs> LeBron James, look, as much as you want to crap on him like you are right now, the guy's an insane competitor. He's 38 years old, even though he... Dude, if you have a 38-year-old on your YMCA team, that would be awful. Even though he appreciates <laughs> the praise and everything else, he's the hardest worker out of all those all, yeah. all of those other players. Yeah, Kevin Durant I don't want because that guy is vindictive. He just is like it's shown. I don't know how or where it happened. I think it kind of happened when everybody like basically viewed everything he did as invalid after he went to the Warriors, but he's just vindictive. And all he really cares about at this point is to either show people who criticize him that they're wrong, which yeah. he'll never be able to do because most everyone's convinced of the fact that that guy can't win anything on his own. Well, or two, he hasn't proven that he can. Uh, he can't. Yeah, the fact that the Warriors, Warriors, the fact that the Warriors won without him was one of the best great. things in the KD uh, timeline ever. It's perfect. And then the fact that he went to the Nets, did a goodbye message, and in the message basically said, "I have to." He, he alluded to the fact that like I have to do this on my own, or I have to build my own path. Yeah, with Kyrie Irving and James Harden, so he couldn't do that, and then he couldn't do what LeBron James was able to do, which is like real Kyrie Irving in and like placate him long enough to just be like, can you give me your best basketball? Like, I don't care if George Washington was actually an alien, just shut up and play, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Um, so yeah, I, I don't want Kevin Durant because this guy is insanely vindictive. Now how this plays into the conversation of what happened this week with the trade deadline is it might not work in Phoenix. Which oh, is yeah. why I gave it a 125% chance higher yeah. to win the finals. They have a lot better of a chance than they did at midpoint in the season because I don't think you've been watching Suns basketball. They're not that great. Well, listen, since Devin they Booker were came back, they're better. But they're better, you know but... Chris Paul is going to get hurt yeah. in the playoffs. You know Kevin Durant is going to get hurt in the playoffs. Yeah. Then it's going to be a disgruntled DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. Yeah. Dude, this, the cycle of this is going to be... The, the other thing, too, is you would have been over the moon if the Blazers made that trade. What are the chances that Kevin Durant would have refused to play in Portland because they didn't take him first overall? Wait, oh, because of that? Yeah. Would oh. you be Would you? No, be I wouldn't be surprised at that. That'd be really funny, though. <laughs> oh, it would be hilarious. That'd be great. But you think Gary Payton is mad that he's on the Blazers? No. Nah, like, well, I think he's mad for a different reason. Well, he, he was very happy to be leaving. That's for sure. Um, and then he's very, I, oh, this this could get really ugly if they can't make this trade work. Cause, well, cause it's going to get ugly outside of that because there's a there's actually a legal issue at play here that I don't think people have been talking about yet is the fact that, um, you know, Gary Payton can sue the Blazers for defamation because he's telling reporters and saying, yeah? hey, yeah, actually, they were giving me Toradol shots before games and they were really insinuating that I need to get out on the floor. 
now very publicly, yep. you've had two team officials that are very high up, a head coach and a general manager, go out in a press conference and go, no, we didn't. He was medically, medically yeah, cleared. He was medically cleared. We yeah. did this. So Gary Payton is well within every right he has, which he probably should because let's be <laughs> honest about this situation. This is insanely messed up. It's so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. And if you want to try to convince me that Gary Payton is the one that's lying, I'm not going to believe you very much. Yeah. I'm going to believe Gary Payton, who seems like he just wants to play basketball and get his tons of money. What did he What did he say was the reason that he came to Portland? I, I don't know. They offered the most money. They offered the most money? Was that's that an it? honest. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly what he oh, said. Great. Yeah. That's an honest dude. Yeah. That's a guy that will tell you the truth. When he went, oh, you know, I played at Oregon State and I wanted to be whatever. No, he said they offered me the most money. Yeah. Point blank was his answer. Great. Which, like, you kind of get the sense that's a guy that is a truth teller. Yeah. And not only that, I'm but, well. you know, uh, if he did care about money, like, getting on the floor would seem to be, uh, you know, important to him. So if he's been actively yeah. saying, I-, I don't think I should be out there, that means he probably is very hurt. I mean, look, th- <laughs> I'm still very confused. Why Damian Lillard's here? I, well, I mean, really, does it doesn't it? Isn't there any sense in your head where you're just like, I, boy, this guy sure is nice for hanging around here? Yeah, I mean, really, I, they're giving him nothing. I, I I don't. Here's Kevin Knox and five. Hold listen, on, let me read this. Second round picks. The 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 Jeremy Grant signing is being dismissed as as part of the nothing. I think that's a very good move. It'll be very interesting to see if Joe Cronin has the chops or the chutzpah or the huevos or whatever it is to make a move this offseason. I don't like dude, just looking at the amount that was given up for some of these guys this year. There there are reports that two teams, Pacers and somebody else, offered Three first round picks for OG Ananobi. And hmm. Toronto said, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Dude, the, the price was super high. Because if you look at the congestion in the NBA right now, I think everybody that got anybody overpaid right now. Mm-hmm. So, listen, benefit of the doubt, Joe Cronin's been in the job for a year. I'm not convinced that that Chauncey Billups is a very good coach. I don't you could be right that it's just we have don't have enough on his resume to know, but that was the last Neil O'Shea hire. And remember how that press conference went? It wasn't great. And then Chauncey goes, Well, I don't really know defense that well. I'll probably lean on my assistant coaching staff for that. When everybody went, one of the greatest defensive teams ever was those Detroit Pistons. This seems like a good hire. In the press conference, the guy goes, Yeah, I don't I don't really know much how about coaching defense. I took a sabbatical from that. I, it, I'm telling you, like, well, we look, know that yeah. there was dysfunction in the Neil mm-hmm. O'Shea era, and we know that he fell in love with players. Joe Cronin inherited it midseason last year, inherited yeah. the coach, inherited the mess. He's been trying to clean it up. So I will give Cronin the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Now, the organization did not do a comprehensive GM hire or search before making the hire. So if it ends up being that he is the wrong guy, I am right there with you that this organization is a is 100% a disaster. But you know what else will happen is if Chauncey is not the guy and Joe Cronin is not the guy, at some point, either, I don't know, he just loves Stumptown Coffee and he loves the bridges, but you would expect Damian Lillard to demand a trade if these two were both the wrong hire. The That's only explanation that I can give at this point is the fact that he is basically tapping into values over accomplishments. 
That's it. The fact that he very much enjoys living here. His family loves it here. His kids love it here. He's being paid an insane amount of money. Even though there's an income tax, he's still getting paid an insane amount of money. He has enough money coming in from endorsements. He has generational upon generational wealth set up for him and his family. And he probably just thinks, look, in this franchise's history, I will go down as the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. I will jettison if I stay here till retirement, no one will even whisper Clyde yeah. at all in, in the yep. same sentence with I, me. I don't disagree with that. So I mean, that's the only way I can look at it. But quite honestly, I mean, this kind of goes back to what I, I I was hoping they would have done or at least entertained. And maybe they did and just didn't pull the trigger. But I, I think at some point you get rid of him because what are you doing? No one wants to come here. Jeremy Grant, I think, is probably putting up a good face with his agent right now saying, just tell the media you like it here. Once we get to the summer, we'll get more money and get the hell out of this rainy crap hole. Um, And you've tried many times to lure in free agents who don't want to be here for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Since Scottie Pippen, we have not gotten a high-profile free agent. Carmelo Anthony. (laughs) Hey, listen, was he a good basketball player? No. Was he high profile? Yeah, he was. Listen, listen, semantics, I know. People want to play with Damian Lillard. I think that is true. Do that, they? That, that was the story of Jeremy Grant. Was They were working on that trade for, for two years. The other that thing, was a trade. But the other thing about the the trade for Kevin Durant, it sounds like Phoenix has been working on this since the offseason. These things do not move quickly. Well, so. and I think, too, what played into that was that Kevin Durant went directly to shit. This was the report yeah. that came out uh, yesterday. I, Kevin Durant went directly to Sean Marks right after Kyrie made it official, and yep. he probably had it in his head for a while, and he goes, I want to go to the Suns. Whatever you need to do to make that happen, do that. And they had already been working on it. That's my whole point. So, like I'm saying, these things do not happen overnight. So, let's let's give the GM a little bit of room. You've already offered to give the coach a little bit of room. If you thought that this was going to be a championship season, you were probably, probably high. Well, if you thought this was going to be a playoff season, you were probably buzzed. Did you know that last night's loss to the... (laughs) Listen, did you know that last night's loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. was the first Western Conference series loss. So the the Oklahoma City Thunder are the first team with a tiebreaker mm. over the Blazers this season. Mm. So they got the all-star break. We'll get a little time off. We'll see okay. Man, just it's the, the the league is a mess, especially the Western Conference. There are 12 meh teams. And everybody overpaid for what they got mm. in the at the trade deadline. Mm. We will get into more Super Bowl in hour two. Right now, we got to get to some good versus evil. That is next on a radio show called The Sinner and the Saint on 1080. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. You add him to them, then they're going to be nice. <laughs> KD is, is different, man. He's different, you know, and that's why he is who he is. He, he's been doing it in this league for a long time. And, you know, it's, like I keep saying, you got to see what he is. There's Cliff Paul's much less sexually attractive brother, Chris Paul. The NBA trade deadline brought about a massive realignment, and it all starts with Kevin Durant being traded to Phoenix. Here are the details. Nets send Durant to the Suns. For a package that includes dynamic forward Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four unprotected future first-round picks, the deal delivers Durant to the desert to partner with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton. Is there any way this experiment does not result in an NBA title this season? Yeah, injuries. I mean, I don't trust uh, Chris Paul to stay healthy. I don't trust Kevin Durant to stay healthy, to be quite honest with you. And, uh, you know, going in, they're going to have to you know, put everything they have into getting the highest seed that they can. And uh, the Western Conference did get better in the, um, in the tra- at the trade deadline. The Lakers got better. The Mavericks, believe it or not, I think they got better by adding Kyrie Irving. Um, I think the, the Nuggets have proved that they are a team uh, to be trifled with if they stay healthy it's going to be interesting so yeah I, I think there's a very good possibility they don't and i wonder how long it will take for them to get disgruntled if they don't win this year they're going to have injuries next year chris paul's going to be what 72 next year uh, yeah I, I i think this will fail but i also root against kevin durant as hard as you possibly can so i will admit my bias. share with everybody how you found out that you got traded so my boy my boy damian lee he was in a hotel and he facetimed me and you could tell he was upset. He was just like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry about this and that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, you ain't see him. I'm like, see what? He was like, you got traded to uh, to Brooklyn for KD. I was like, oh, man. There's Michael Bridges telling the very real story about how he found out he got traded. We now transition to the depressing half of the last story. The Nets now have none of the big three they started with last season. Durant's in Phoenix. Kyrie is in Dallas. Harden's in Philly. They did receive some nice role players and pieces from the Suns in their Durant trade, but nothing that compares to having perennial all-stars. Are the Brooklyn Nets the first warning shot to other teams that super teams just don't work in the NBA? Well, I mean, what's a super team success rate without LeBron James? Uh, You go to the Boston Celtics 1-1. They already had Paul Pierce brought in and aging Kevin Durant and Ray Allen, but Rajon Rondo was as much part of those champions. Kevin Garnett. What did I say, Durant? Durant. Yeah, you knew who I meant. Kevin Garnett came in uh, 
after demanding a trade. Uh, and then, but Rondo was as much a part of the championship as anybody. And so that was a team that had some pieces, added a couple guys to it, and got the first super, super team, I guess, was the Miami Heat. They didn't win in their first go, and that team was as good as we've ever seen. There's been NBA players demanding their way out of places as far back as the NBA goes. It's not unique to this time and place. LeBron, I think, has set an unrealistic expectation for teams. So, yeah, I don't think super teams necessarily do work. Uh, Durant going to the Warriors made a super team, but it was a superstar going to a team that already won a championship. Yeah, well, things could be worse. You know, I, I could have got my nose bit off by a Saigon whore. You bastard! Hey, I'm just messing with you, Jimmy. I saw you down there. Hey, Mazzetti, get Jimmy a beer on me. Okay. I couldn't find a sound clip for this. So I just used a dirty work one. No worries. Durant move is obviously the national highlight of the trade deadline, but there were others among them. Lakers sent away Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. They got back D'Angelo Russell and Mo Bamba. Warriors traded away James Weissman, but traded for Gary Pate II, TBD. <laughs> Sixers obviously dealt away Matisse Thibel to the Blazers. Bucks got Jay Crowder and John Wall. Believe it or not, he still plays in the NBA. Got traded from the Clippers back to the Rockets. How fun is that? Which of these will make the biggest impact for their respective teams? Uh, I, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I think that the the Bucks are in a position. What have they won eight straight? Where well, they've been trying to get Jay Crowder all year and just fortify that team. I don't think it's going to make the biggest difference in the regular season. It may not make the biggest difference as you go through the first couple rounds of the playoffs. But this is a team that won a championship championship just a couple years ago, and they're trying to fortify a team. I don't think it will get the most praise for it, but I think that was probably the best move among them is making a good team better. Where the other teams, dude, who knows with the Lakers. AD can't stay healthy. LeBron can't stay healthy. You can't trust the Clippers at all. And then I've already made my piece about the, the Suns. So that's I, th I think the best move of everything was the Bucks. All right, time for my favorite story of the week, and this one comes from Philadelphia. Page still loading. I will sneak in my Super Bowl stat right here for you, your fun fact. Yeah. The 1985 Bears performed something called the Super Bowl Shuffle. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Yeah. Did you know the Super Bowl Shuffle was nominated for a Grammy? Uh, yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> Oh, correct. I, I knew that actually because uh, one of um, I went to a train camp um, who that was hosted by a player from that team, Ken Taylor. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he uh, and he, he talked about that, and then uh, he talked about how um, how like no one could dance, and that how he was like the one that showed them how to do it, but he was the <laughs> one that was like on camera the least. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that That's was pretty very, funny. That's a very good story. I'm glad I brought it up. Uh, okay, so. Headline, company offers whiz-infused lubricant to keep Philly fans from climbing during Super Bowl. So, in 2018, the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, and they lubed up all of the light poles, which did not stop Philly fans yeah. from climbing it. So, they've infused them with human urine, dog urine, goat urine. What kind of urine is in there? Is it a... No, this is cheese whiz, Luke. Oh, whiz. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not as fun. 
Can I, can I also just for a second? <laughs> Hoping that's. What can you're I doing. also just for a second to just uh, just your your line of thinking? You were you were proposing that a company was selling yeah urine yeah to. Like I love it. The town. Yeah, I was hoping. I was very excited. Which, by the way, wouldn't be very hard to like make the company. Like you and I probably could have done that if we knew like a year out. Just been like, okay, dude, just save all of our pee. (laughs) Just like we had a meeting spot Uh, somewhere where there was a huge like, huge like barn vat where animals eat. We just, dude. Well, I'm just picturing like the Philly fans (laughs) being more excited about cheese whiz lube. Uh, They love whiz, man. How did you get the lubricant in it? Well, we just threw Miracle Whip in there. <laughs> yeah. So like, Miracle so Whip. So wait, like, is cheese lube a better lube? Uh, no, I think they're playing on the idea that, like, a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think there's any there's quality no difference. To it. No, it's oh. it's just <laughs> like, hey, it's an adult entertainment company called Cam Soda. Wait, are, are, are Philly people already buying this whiz lube? I would hope so. I'm confident that they are. Here's a statement from the company. Quote, here at Cam Soda, we know the people of Philly love the Eagles, cheesesteaks, and whiz. We wanted to lend wow. a helping hand to the Philly fanatics who have been known to take to the streets to celebrate a huge sports victory, including dangerously scaling light poles. To protect those fans, we wanted to hand deliver a truck full of lube mixed with some delicious cheese whiz to grease the light poles. Fun, 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 fun. That is uh, that is absolutely delightful. Um, how long before you see Philly fans licking light poles? Uh, I don't even think you need the whiz for that. That's fair. They'll point. probably do it if they do uh, that's win. That's a fair point. Have you been to Philadelphia? I have not. It's a fun city. I cannot imagine it being overrun and that being a, a place you feel very safe. Well, I heard it's rather dangerous. Yeah, there's there's parts throughout. Of- uh, Not like Chicago, where like the don't go side. to West Chicago or South Chicago, but like I heard Philly's like no, just don't go to Philly. We walked around Philly quite a bit when we were there, and we went down to Pat's and Gino's and got a couple things. We walked through the Italian market, went down, checked out the Liberty Bell. Uh, it's a lot smaller, like the scale of everything. Mm. The Liberty Bell, uh, especially, my wife was very, very disappointed in the Liberty Bell because it's kind of tiny. Oh, really? But a lot of their old buildings, like the, the historic avenues that you find in Philadelphia, all old brick buildings, so they're just not very big. So the scale of Philadelphia, like they've got modern high-rises and whatnot. The art museum's pretty big and the, the plaza around it. But, like, you go into, like, the old parts of, of old historic Philadelphia, everything's a lot smaller than you would expect. That was the biggest takeaway that I had. I never felt unsafe. That was the feeling I had when I went to uh, D.C. It's very oh. under Well, I mean, not the let, balls. Me, let me rephrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. me rephrase. Outside of the political and government body that is impressive the sites and everything else like once you get past that it's just kind of like okay like that's why you go to dc there really isn't anything all right because my brother was living there at the time and i asked him like what what is the culture here like you know how portland has like a beer culture or like a food culture that like is there some type of like culture outside of it he's like no (laughs) (laughs) we thought that we there was a what is it uh dang it uh, there's a there's a area there's a neighborhood that's very diverse with the food ah shoots I cannot think of what it's called oh, I can look it up but uh, there was a place where every restaurant that you walked on for like 
four, eight, 12 blocks or whatever it was, was a different ethnicity of food. And, mm. and everything was really good there. Uh, we had Indian food that was amazing. They had, a, I thought they had pretty good beer selection. They had a, the church key uh, had like 400 beers on tap and just a huge selection. They, it was the only place I'd ever been where they put the temperature of the beer, the recommended serving temperature of the beer on the oh. beer list. It was oh. hoity and it was toity. Oh. Uh, we went to Capital Brewing. There's there's quite a bit of beer there, um, but mm -hmm. I thought the culture in D.C. was surprising considering the, the mall is all about Washington, D.C. Smithsonian's were cool. Like the, I don't know. D.C. To I me love the museum. The museum? Yeah. I don't know if I went to that one. Ooh. You did have to pay to go in, which kind of sucked, but it was worth it. The Natural History Museum and the American History Museum were the two that we spent the most time in. I think we may have poked our heads in a couple others, but we were also there during a hurricane, so it didn't. Ugh. Yeah, Hurricane Irene was there when we were there, so we didn't go out as much as we wanted to. Uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is your good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. I ate there yesterday. It's fantastic. You should go there and get the food. That's how you should feed yourself for uh, for Super Bowl if you don't have plans. You can order right online, ate-oh-ate.com. Uh, more Super Bowl fun facts and uh, more Super Bowl talk in hour two of The Sinner and the Saint on 1080. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.